Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where badass women break through barriers and unlock their next level of success. Your host, Candace McKim, is a renowned intuitive business coach, number one international best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and the inspiring host of a podcast slash TV show. With her vibrant approach, Candace empowers women to align with their true purpose, elevate their spiritually-led businesses, and attract wealth through proven methods. Her teachings foster profound transformation and impactful growth. Co-creator of this summit, Candace is eager to introduce another inspirational guest. Take it away, Candace. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Okay, this is going to be a really good one, and I can so relate to this feeling. I have Kelly Bartell here, and we are going to be talking about take the suckiness out of self-promotion. Welcome, Kelly. <laughs> I'm already into the topic. I'm like, oh, yeah, everybody's going to relate to this. But welcome, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. I'm so happy to. And anything we can all do to help any of this suck less, that's the goal. <laughs> yes, let's <laughs> yes, let's suck less. <laughs> let's have life suck less. All right, let me introduce yes. you properly. <laughs> Kelly Bartell is a strategic strategist and storyteller with 20 years experience in the adver advertising industry. She's led campaigns for some really fun brands like Burt's Bees, Sparkling Ice, and Kinky Vodka. She's held the position as Executive VP Creative Director for Epsilon Agency and is now founder and owner of her own micro agency in Minneapolis. Her most recent accomplishment is the launch of Power Branding, a self-promotion process specifically designed for ambitious women who are ready to level up their career. Hell yes, we have the badasses listening and watching. So welcome. This is going to be such a great, great topic for all of us. So Kelly, tell us about your journeys. Let's start. How did you, like, did you work in corporate at some point as, and then you've moved into your own or tell us about your journey into becoming the expert in this area? I did. I was the corporate gal for 15 years. The agency world, for, for those who aren't super familiar with advertising, is not necessarily everything you see on TV. It's very corporate, very structured. There's some artistry there, but it definitely has all of the white male dominant sort of cultures you might expect. So that's what I grew up in right out of school. I started as an art director at an agency out on the East Coast and climbed that corporate ladder and, and loved it. There was really a, a lot to love there and I, and I succeeded really well, but there was also frankly a lot of bullshit. And am I allowed to say that on camera? Hell yes, you are. <laughs> it was just so much being a, a woman and then a woman in leadership and a woman leading women in leadership there was just so much dysfunction. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot about what's okay and not okay in terms of my own personal career, but also did a lot of supporting other women and sort of navigating all of that. And sadly, even after 15 years, it's still not great. The corporate universe is still not great. And we should get to have those big careers if we want them. And when I went out on my own, Three years ago, it was, yeah, it was about three years ago, right before the start of the pandemic. One of my big reasons for doing that was because I saw that ceiling, you know, get like 
just bumping up against that ceiling and seeing others bump up against it and really wanting to create spaces for women to go big and succeed on our own merits and on our own terms and not within the rigid expectations of the corporate world. So that's where I am now. This yeah, branding. So, so was it so help me understand. I mean, I worked, I guess, in co- corporate when I worked as a social worker, but not anything like what you're doing. But um, so was it like, so the, there's only like this handful of people that are create are the creatives and allowed to be creative. And then as you're, you're just supporting that and not able to tap, not allowed to tap into your creativity. Oh, that's such an interesting question. And Yes, and in the advertising industry, there's the creative department, which is in general 10 to 30% of the the company as a whole. And those are the people who are the designers and the copywriters and the production people who make the creative work. And while creative thought is sort of infused in advertising work, it's still very, very structured. And so as a creative department and as and as the person who led those departments, there is more room for creativity, absolutely. Okay. But even in that small creative world within the larger advertising world, there are just so many rules. Mm, okay, okay. All right, so let's dive into how we can take the suckiness out of self-promotion. Mm-hmm. Because we've been taught, we were grow, we as we were growing up, I, okay, I'll speak for myself. As I was growing up, like you're told, stop bragging, right? <laughs> Don't, you know, so we're not allowed to self-promote, right? And especially as women, it's like, nope, gotta stay humble. Exactly. So, yeah, We're taught to stay humble. Our male counterparts are, are fortunate in the way that we are trained as a, I don't know if it's a global culture, but sort of a North American culture, I, I would say pretty confidently, women are not taught to, to brag, to talk about how great we are. We are in fact taught to downplay our skills, downplay our voices and our expertise. And while we all see that, it's very visible now. You see all sorts of you know, comments on LinkedIn or in the social media feed. At least my social media is full of, you know, women empowerment type messages. And we're surrounded by that, which is great. And it's progress. But how do you actually do it? How do you actually undo the training of a lifetime to, to just like, oh, yeah, I'm a, it's like, I could tell you like, oh, hey, I meet you at a cocktail party. And you're like, hell, what do you do? Oh, I'm a designer, I might say. Like if I fall back on all of my early training, like, oh, I'm a graphic designer. But I am so much more than a graphic designer. I'm a creative director. I've led departments. I've led campaigns. I've created brands from scratch. I'm an executive. And yet my gut reaction, even, and I do this for a living, even my gut reaction is like, oh, I'm just a graphic designer. And know just about graphic designers, if that's the goal of your career, but it doesn't happen to be the goal of mine. So I say completely the wrong thing. And yeah. I don't think I'm unique in that. No, that happened to me just, it was probably a couple of years ago, but um, yeah. So 
my background as a social worker. And then I had a yoga studio for 17 years and I was a yoga therapist and a chakra therapist. And then I've written a book and I've done a TED, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I, somebody said, oh, so what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm a yoga instructor. I'm a yoga teacher. Yep. <laughs> Where did that come from? Right? I was like, I had no, it was just like, not even close anymore. <laughs> it's a part, it's a part of what you do and who you are, but it doesn't show that full picture. And no. you're not taught to show up with the full picture in mind. And it was, yeah, like I had sold my studio a couple of years before it even. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wild. So I get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So go on. Tell us more about your process on how to get the suckiness out of a self-promotion. Oh, my gosh. I will. Okay, here goes. So here's the thing about the title of this talk and the suckiness of self-promotion. As marketers, we are taught always to put the positive spin on things right? So, you know, make getting that next career jump fun or whatever might be sort of the the place to start. But as I've been polling people, and I put some polls up on LinkedIn and talked to a lot of people in the field, the self-promotion gig, and you know, 90, 95% of people just agree that it sucks and it's awful and it's terrifying and we don't like doing it. So let's just be real about that. Like, we don't know what we're doing. We're terrified. We're, we're overwhelmed. And we just simply don't have the skills. So where do we start and what do we do? And what I've discovered is that it's really a three-step process that is sort of like therapy and sort of like coaching and sort of like advertising all wrapped up in one package. And the secret is that today's women, today's upwardly mobile or powerful or creative or purpose-driven women need a power brand like an Oprah or like a Michelle Obama. When we say the names of these celebrity women or like Rihanna or Taylor Swift or, you know, pick someone, they've got a, they have a brand, they have a tone and a manner, even a logo, a look and a feel, a product that they create, be it music or books or political change agency. They are brands and we all deserve to have a brand because that is what tells the world who we are, what we're capable of and how we're going to contribute. So the creation of that brand, there there are three steps to it. And it's nice to break things down into three steps because it sounds like really achievable. Yeah. But let me ask first if that makes sense, this idea of power branding for. Oh, hell yes. Everybody, if you're watching, put in the comments, hell yes or yes, that it makes sense to have a power brand. Love that. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. So tell us the three steps. Okay. So step one. Okay. Step one is to know your worth. Mm. Three very simple words that take some practice to wrap our minds around. And so the technique that I use to help folks see their worth is by listing their strengths and creating what is almost a personal manifesto. So a great way to do that We can always start with, you know, our pen and our journal. They're omnipresent in so many of our lives, digital, physical, and we can write down what we think our strengths are in the privacy of our own space. We're not bragging. We're just writing down facts, right? Mm -hmm. And then 
The next step to that, I always encourage humans, my colleagues, my clients, my friends, text a colleague, send a note to a colleague, send a LinkedIn message, and it can say something like this. I'm doing a reflection exercise on my career, or I'm looking to maybe make a change and I'm doing some work around that. What do you see as my top one, two, or three strengths? Why did you enjoy working with me? Since I know you did, because I'm only going to send this to someone who I know likes me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then once they get back to you, write it down, write it down and believe it. So that's, that's step one is knowing what your strengths are. You don't have to do anything with them yet. You just have to look at them. Okay. I love it. So step number two, Mm -hmm. step two, three more words, embrace your past. Okay. This is about skills and marketable talent. So strengths, they can be quantifiable. They can be inquantifiable. They might be you're, you're really great with relationships or you always bring lightness to the room or you always bring a project over the finish line with, with street feet, up, feet on the gas. Great, mm-hmm. that's step one. Now that we're in step two, we're in marketable skills and talents. So that's what have I done so far? Mm. What jobs have I had? What skills have I learned? What are those keywords that I might put on the top of my resume? And if we go on TikTok, we could just like be totally overwhelmed with resume advice and SEO keywords and all of that. Really what all of that is, it's your marketable skills. Mm -hmm. I'm a writer. I'm an artist. I'm a strategist. I'm a designer. I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a social worker. I'm a social change agent. I'm a TEDx speaker. This is the list of skills you have earned over the course of your life and career thus far. Write them down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love it. And it, and it shows evidence, right? It shows, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I actually have done stuff in my life or I have done, I have had successes in my life or I have accomplished things or I have finished things or those things that we think sometimes that ah, I've done nothing in my life, you know, <laughs> right. If anybody can relate to that. Yeah. So I love that. I think that's, I think it's really brilliant is to really embrace the past. All right. So now what is number three? Number three. So we've gotten there. We've gotten through our gifts, the things we're born with our strengths. We've gotten through our skills, the things we've learned and developed over time. So next step three, design your future. Hmm. This is the step, maybe the hardest of three very hard steps already. I'm thinking (laughs) because this is where we have choice. And when we look at our strengths and our skills, we could fall into a trap of like, okay, I'll do more of those things. Mm -hmm. That might be the answer. That might be what you want to do next. You just want to do it better or faster with a different team or for for a different cause. But this is our chance to look at something new. And this is where we can look at our purpose. What is our purpose so that I can manifest something that aligns with that? And that's a lot of really, that is some fluffy language for for Marketing Town, which is the the town we're, we're living in right now. So 
let's get a little more specific. Okay. Purpose, when I talk about it through this lens of branding, can be pretty narrow. Like me, one of my purposes, my 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 may probably my highest purpose is to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. Contribute by being here. So how do I think about a job or a task that I want to do next? So maybe not what's my purpose for my life, but what is my purpose for right now? Mm-hmm. Which three years ago, when I went out on my own, my purpose evolved and became empowering women to be able to learn these skills and to realize and recognize that they are not taught. We are not taught to do this. And that is one, really a shame, but two, also an opportunity. And so this talk is part of that purpose. The work that I do is part of that purpose. So we, if we can look at where we want to go in the future and the change we want to make, and we combine it with our strengths and our skills, that's what leads us to our next step. Right. So, so what you're saying is we have the big vision, right? We have our big spiritual purpose of being here and it's a big vision. It's like, it has a bigger impact. And so taking that bigger vision, that spiritual vision that we're here to share with the world and then bringing it down into bite-sized pieces. Is that what you're kind of saying? Like bringing it down right into where I am right now, right here, right now. And what are this, what, what is the, what's presented before me that is going to keep me moving towards that bigger picture that when I go, that has happened. 100%. What am I going to do next? Yeah. And what's my proof that I, I have done it in the past and I can do it now. That's why steps one and two are so important because we're laying groundwork to have some trust in ourselves that I have that foundation that will stabilize me as I move toward that next step. And we can, and we continue to build, we can do this over and over again in our lives and careers. And, you know, from there we move into what's your logo and what do you write in your LinkedIn profile and what do you put on your website? That all, that all comes later, but this foundational work is, is, is really important and so empowering to be able to, to do for ourselves. Hmm. Yeah. So. So, and so, how does it actually take the suckiness out? Is it because then it's doing it for ourselves? Because, or is it connected to our bigger purpose and our vision? Like it's it's greater than ourselves. A little bit of both, but what I really find is that the fear, the suck factor of self promotion, is really rooted in this inability to see our strengths, this cloudiness that that comes up. So Mm -hmm. as soon as we can start to see those things clearly, and we have a colleague or a friend say, yes, you're really great at these things. And to look in the mirror and say, oh, I am really good at what I do. It becomes not an easy process because self-promotion does require a lot of legwork, but it makes it more joyful. And you can absolutely do this work on your own. I do it with clients. And honestly, the feedback I've gotten is that people come into these meetings with me like, Ugh, okay, I need to make a change. Like Kelly says she can help me. Like, and we go into these meetings and we have these chats and I write it down and I reflect that to people. And I've gotten, you know, tears in people's eyes, just like that is 
that's really me. And I tell them like, yes, you just told me all of this. Like, I'm just saying it back to you. And the empowerment and emotional impact that that has just that clarity of sight mm-hmm. turns it from something that's like the suck fest that we're all afraid of into something that is still hard, but valuable and empowering. And it makes us feel stronger. It moves us through that. I'm not enough, right? That's we all experience at some point in time in our lives. Um, Yeah, I'm not enough that I need to take more training or do more stuff. And so that I can move through that. I'm not enough to go, huh, maybe I am enough that I can actually advertise or I can actually do a LinkedIn post or reach out to somebody because I am enough. Yes, I am enough. I have proof. I have community. I'm enough support. I have all of the stuff. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Okay. So tell everybody about your gifts that you're giving away. So the free gift that I've prepared for this group exclusively is called I am the queen. It is a promise to be pain-free self-promotion worksheet. I love it. It's in the chat. It's on my website, kellybartell.com slash CCC. And what it is, it's a four-step PDF. It's on exactly one page, so it's very bite-sized. And it walks through these three steps in very bite-sized ways. Text a friend and write down what they say. Write down your dream job description. Put a picture of yourself in there. You can do this in Adobe Acrobat or your software of choice, Canva, whatever it might be, drop in a a picture of yourself that you love that makes you feel the most you and pick a signature color because you get to be a brand now. So you get to have a color like Tiffany or who did I say before? Taylor Swift or whatever. Oprah. (laughs) Oprah. I don't know what her color is. Michelle Obama. Oh, what's what's Taylor Swift's color? Well, she's got a bunch actually. Her color is glitter in my opinion. Is glitter? (laughs) Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. And now tell everybody about your VIP gift. Oh my God. I love it. Show the F up. Show Show the F up. up. A fear-free guide to stellar self-promo. So similar to the worksheet, it steps you through these stages, but with more advice from me, more information, more background to really feel like you have the, the tools to do these three steps. And then at the end is an invitation to share that with me so that we can talk about it and get some of that lovely, juicy, loving feedback. Okay. So you'll actually, so people can do work through that and then you'll, and then they can submit it and then you'll actually give them feedback. Well, that's amazing. That's amazing. So that's the VIP gift. So if you've already upgraded to VIP, then go to the VIP portal and you can access Kelly's VIP gift right now. And um, if you don't have your VIP, then get the other one. You can click on it right now as well. And um, the if you haven't upgraded and you want to, the link is here in the bio or in the chat comments. <laughs> chat, I guess it is. All right. Last words of wisdom. Tell us, everybody, some last words of wisdom that I feel like your titles are are the words of wisdom. <laughs> Show the F up. You are the queen and take the suckiness out of pro- self-promotion. <laughs> These are the words of wisdom. It's really, <laughs> you can do it. You deserve it. You have worked hard. You have so much value in the world. And 
whatever you want to have next. It might be a promotion. It might be a speaking gig. It might be a dream client, whatever that thing is, whatever that fear is that's holding you back. I don't have the skill. I don't have the guts. I don't have the whatever you do. You have it. We just have to find it and you can, you can all do it. Mm -hmm. I love that. And be a brand like why not? Right. Pick your colors, pick your photo, pick your, like, look at me in all of the chakra colors today, right? Like you can be the brand that you want to be. Yeah. Your shirt feminism. I saw that right away. Yeah. Like, hell yes. (laughs) Let's be the feminist that we are. Yeah. We can do it. So good. All right. We got this. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you everybody for watching. This was really, really uh, empowering. And I think everybody got so much out of it. Thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. Be sure to mark your calendars to join us in Hawaii from November 2nd through the 5th for our premier in-person experience. If you have any questions or want to apply to be a speaker at one of our upcoming events, email our team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com.